Yeah. And then the other person, 14, 25 to 26. Psalm 14. Yes. You said the second one was what? The same chapter, 25 and 26. All right. Um, my title, if you guys are taking notes, is Paraclete. 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 All right. All right. Who has 15 through 18? 18. Sorry. 14, 15, and 16. Chapter 14, verse 15. Yes, you can read it through 18. Okay, I can read it. John chapter 14, verse 15 through 16. If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. Continue through 18. The spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and, you will, and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you. Thank you. All right, so this is, uh, my bad. All right. Um, John 14 is when Jesus is telling the disciples that he's going to go. So he tells them, I'm about to leave, and they are shocked because, you know, they've been together for three years. Three years. Um, and, you know, the person they've placed their hope on, you know, they're like, they, they left their jobs, they left their families, and they're following him. And then, you know, their thoughts and ambitions was like, we're going to be rulers of this Jesus person and, you know, all that. And Jesus is like, actually, never mind, I'm about to leave. I mean, he's been telling them, but this is like, okay, guys, I'm about to leave. Like, I'm about to go, right? Like, after chapter 14, as he tells them that he's leaving, and then he actually leaves, you know? We're, we're on the decline of John. I know I've been teaching, teaching John consistently. When I'm done with John, I won't teach John. So, <laughs> But um, paraclete is the word that is, it says, when I go, I'll ask my, my father to send you another advocate. Other translations say comforter. Other translations say counselor um, and helper. Uh, but for in Greek, they have paraclete. And the translation for paraclete is someone or one who's called to one side, right? So, well, that is what it's, why am I saying, right? You're not confirming anything for me. But, uh, so it's somebody who comes alongside you. So, for example, I need two volunteers. Real quick, two volunteers. All right, two of you. Two of you, get up. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so stand next to each other. And uh, who wants to be the person? All right, Baba's the person. Shadi is the one who's alongside him, right? So she is the one who's walking alongside you. So at all times, there's somebody, when Baba walks, walk, walk alongside him. Exactly. But when he falls, Shadi hold him, Shadi hold him, and Baba fall. Fall? Like, try, pretend like you're falling. Yeah, kind of like that, but yes. Thank you, thank you so much. We don't have time, so we'll cut it short. So paraclete is, a, is somebody who is called to one side, right? So not just to stand, not just to watch you fall, go, wee, skin, 
You know what I mean? But somebody who's called alongside you. You, 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 you everybody, right? When, when we believe Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior, which means believing that he is the Son of God, right? We, we know that, that like, this is, it continues on what Rebecca was teaching about convictions, right? I listened to that sermon like twice this week. Uh, so, I'm kidding, I'm not counting. Huh? Me, no, I'm kidding. There's this person, where is he from? There's 1% from somewhere in Asia. Oh, in the Philippines. In the Philippines. That's so weird. Somebody is reaching somebody in Philippines. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> I need a very quick cookie. Congrats for you. But it's yeah, okay, yeah. Jesus is the son of God. Well he can stay there too. Oh I'm loud enough he can hear me. And don't meet all butcher. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. Anyways, I'm Anyways. So Jesus is the son of God, right? He's not just like, and he is for God, for man. And so what we believe is Jesus came to this earth for me and everybody else, but also specifically for me. And because of my sins, he took upon my sins and he died on the cross for me, right? And then he didn't just end there, okay? We don't, we don't end there. He died and he rose from the dead, right? And we believe that, that is called well, it was justification. Now we're saved, right? Because of Christ's work on the cross, we have been justified through faith, and now we are saved, right? And so once we are saved, we have the Holy Spirit, which is our advocate, our counselor, our comforter, our helper, the paraclete, right? So this is a promise. It's not like uh, if you go to church 50 times a day or if you fast and pray like so-and-so in your church, or if you speak in tongues, or if you have such gifts and that, you get paraclete. No, it's if you believe in, that's, that's the requirement. You believe in Christ Jesus. And I'm assuming everybody in this classroom, please tell me I'm not wrong, believes in Jesus Christ, meaning believes that Jesus Christ is their personal Lord and Savior, right? That's the bottom line. So if you have that bottom line, we all have the Holy Spirit. Whether you feel it or not, whether you hear the Holy Spirit or not, you have it, right? Uh, somewhere between 25 and 26. So those are my main verses. 14, chapter 14, 15, and 6. Uh, tap, chapter 14, verse 15 and 16 is my leading verse. Mm-hmm. We can read 25 and 26. All this I have spoken while still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I've said to you. Okay, thank you. So, again, this is a promise. And if I had more time, I would go back and tell you how God is a God of his promises. He's a God of his words, right? Everything that he has spoken in the Bible, he has done, right? So he's spoken about Jesus a lot in the Old Testament, Um, It's one of the things that we talked about with the middle school class is the significance of Jesus being born as a baby is to just fulfill God's promises about that a baby is going to come from Eve and God fulfilled that 100%, right? So if God says something, he will do it, right? He's not like me who promises something. And if it's out of my control, I would literally say, I'm so sorry. I wasn't trying, like, 
I believe myself as I am not a promise breaker. I don't pr break promises, but I'm still a human being, right? I have limitations. And when things are like, you know, if I tell you I'll meet you at like, you know, we're, well, let's say we'll hang out today after church, right? But doesn't happen. I, got in, I get in a car accident. Okay, we're not going to have a hangout. I'm so sorry, right? I broke my promise. Like, literally, that's how, that's how easy it is, right? It's not that I'm mean. It's not that I'm bad. But I am limited because I'm a human being. But God is above all limitations. He's above time. He's above any like, coincidence whatsoever. So whatever he says, it'll happen. Right? There isn't not one place in the Bible where God has said something and you say, nah, he didn't do this one. Right? So just as much as every promise, if he says he will give us the helper, okay, etc., paraclete, Holy Spirit, he will give us Holy Spirit. Right? I want to start our lesson with that understanding that if he says he will give us, he will give us Holy Spirit. Amen. Right? And so we have received the Holy Spirit. Amen. Because we've all received Jesus Christ. Thank you. Amen. So... We're going to try to, uh, with the limited time that we have, we're going to try to cover all the different, like, so paraclete cannot really be described in one English word, is from what, what I've gathered from my research, is they've tried, the reason why different translations have different words is because the word comforter doesn't fully describe it, the word counselor doesn't fully describe it, the word advocate doesn't fully describe it. The word helper doesn't fully describe it, right? So we will use those five different words to kind of get a better understanding. I know this is not new. I'm not trying to teach you something new, I promise. Like we've learned about the Holy Spirit. I've taught about the Holy Spirit before, twice. Uh, and we've heard about the Holy Spirit. We've learned about the Holy Spirit. But when I read this chapter slash verse, I was like, whoa, we have a helper that comes alongside us. So I, I want you to remember that the little demonstration they did is somebody that's alongside you all the time. Who's ever felt lonely in their life? Okay, if you've lived out long enough, you, you've felt lonely. <laughs> I'm sorry, you can deny it if you want to, but at some point in your life, you felt lonely, right? At some point, you could be the person who has the most friends in this class, okay? Not me, but <laughs> you could be somebody who has the most friends, the most social person, but at some point, you will be alone. Yeah, I'm assuming. Right? There, there is a time where we will be alone. And I'm not saying in your phase in life, all your friends will leave you. No, you could have friends. You could have a perfect relationship with your friends. You could be married, okay? I've been complaining about my loneliness this week. But you could be married. You could have kids. You could have roommates. You could have people that are constantly with you 24-7, I'm not kidding, 24-7, and still feel lonely, yeah. right? Yeah. But here's the Holy Spirit. He never leaves. Amen. Never. Amen. Ever. Amen. Right? The, the, one of the characters about God is he pursues, right? I'm going sidetracking on my lesson, but maybe I'll teach next week <laughs> finish my lesson. But, sorry. <laughs> but... One of the characters about God is he pursues, right? He's, he's, he's a pursuing God. And the thing is, you know, God loves us while we were still dead to our sins. And that means he were pursuing us even before we know him, before we picked him. So imagine right now, you picked Jesus, right? He came to his, your life. He, you know, loved you and you know, whatever it is. Y'all made a decision, yeah. right? Yeah. There's nobody here, I'm hoping, Nobody twisted your arm, say, accept Jesus, or I'm going to shoot you right now. Like, 
It's actually the other way around, right? Deny Jesus or else I'll shoot you. That, that's, that's how it's going to be, at least. But everything around us tells us to deny Jesus, not to accept Jesus. Nobody will force you to believe in Jesus. So the reason we believed in Jesus, like I wasn't in Bob's class, but from the summary is through experiences and encounters or from what you've read in the Bible or you just believed it to be true and now you've believed in Jesus, right? Or maybe you're just born in a Christian family and you just have no other option. Well, I hope it's not like that. You have a personal experience with God. But we all believed in Jesus Christ and it is our choice, right? It is our choice to believe in him. So imagine if the pursuing God who've been chasing you even before you knew him, even before you know Jesus Christ was even there, it was God's plan right, from eternity past that he would send Jesus, right? Like, it wasn't like, uh, you know, halfway through, uh, like, the Old Testament, he gets to, like, Malachi, right? And he goes, I think these people need a savior, right? Jesus didn't look, he said, as soon as Abel and Eve, not Abel, Adam and Eve sinned, he said, that's the curse to the serpent. Like, he said, I will send, like, the one from her, from the woman will, yeah, 315. The one from the woman will, will strike your, your head and you will strike his feet, Right? Like, that is a promise that God made when they sinned. Like, it's the beginning. It's not like, a, oopsies, I think they need a savior. Yeah. Right? So he pursued us way before we knew anything. The moment that we sinned, he's like, I'm, 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 I'm going to keep chasing because I love them and I want them. So now, when you have actually decided to choose him and to follow him, no matter how weak you are, okay, no matter where you're at in your life today, one thing I want you to know is the Holy Spirit never leaves your side. Right? And I'm not saying, okay, live your life however way you want to. But my message today is whatever, like you might be at the strongest point of your life or the weakest part of your life. Right? You might not be able to pray. You might be saying, I mean, I want to pray, but I can't. Maybe you don't even have a prayer day. You only pray when you come here for the five minutes that we pray. But you are deciding. When you come here, you are deciding that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. You are deciding that I want some sort of thing from God today. You might say, I don't have hope in God. I'm not a Christian anymore. But you are. You're here. Right? So there's a little bit of hope that you have, a little bit of faith that you have. So with that faith, I believe and I know for a fact that Holy Spirit is with you. Amen. Right? And so one of the things that the Holy Spirit does, my first thing was helper, but I'll start with advocate. Okay? Because yeah. that, that's, that that's my start for me. So what's an advocate? Right? Well, I, I hate law. I hate legal terms. But advocate is a person who publicly supports or recommends a particular cause, policy, or person. Right? So, whatever you call it, advocate. A person who publicly supports or recommends a particular cause, policy, or person. Okay, what's the uh, opposite? Is accuser. Right? An accuser is a person who claims that someone has done something morally wrong, <laughs> illegal, or unkind, right? So an accuser is a person who publicly proclaims that somebody does something wrong, unkind, illegal, or un like all of those things, right? Even though so, they did maybe. maybe. <laughs> Sometimes it could be a false accuser. Sometimes it's a true accuser, right? But the, 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 it's not so that the. We're talking about their role, right? If, if I, am, uh, I am an advocate, I will, no matter what he does, if I'm his advocate, 
You guys know this, right? Sometimes you pay people money, and even if you've done the wrong and you're actually in the wrong, you will get somebody to defend for you, right? My job is the advocate. So I don't care what you've done. My job is an advocate, right? So my job here is to advocate for Noah no matter for what he's done. But if I'm the accuser, he could be the best person ever. And I'll be like, uh-uh, nope, no. <laughs> he did this wrong, that wrong, that wrong. I don't care if he's a good person. I don't care how kind he is. No, he's not it, right? And in this world, we have both. We have an accuser and we have an advocate. Yeah. Who is our accuser? Thank you. And who's our advocate? Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Yes. So one of the words that Jesus says is, I, when I leave, I'll ask the Father to give you another advocate. Right? So Jesus is our advocate, right? Because Jesus stands before God, and he, he tells God for us, right, that these are your people because of his blood, right? So he is our high priest. I'm not going to read verses for this, but he is our high priest. He is our Melchizedek. Yeah. He is our, you know, he is our advocate. But Jesus says, I'll send you another advocate. Jesus at the time was a person, full man, full God, but that means he has limitations, right? That means he could only be on one spot at one time. Imagine if Jesus was a person today, right? Imagine if we didn't have Holy Spirit. How dry church would be. You know what I mean? Like, it's like everybody has to, like, I don't know how we would even get a service with Jesus. It would literally be... I'll see you guys. Let me check my schedule. Six years from today, are you free that day? Okay, I'll come to your church that day. Because um, how many churches are there in the world? Endless, right? Yeah, literally, just cause a mob. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? If Jesus was a physical person right now, we're not denying his, his deity, right? He, he is God. He is full God. We're not denying that. But if he's a person... That's what it talks in Philippians, right? Like he didn't, he didn't think it was like, what was the word? But when he left everything to God, he, he didn't think of it in, in any way. He was humble enough to just drop everything. That, that is one of the things. He is full God, but he's limited with time and space. So if Jesus was a person today, we, yeah, I don't even know. I can't even imagine it because the, there's nothing that would connect us. Just, he, we just have to follow him, like, like Kripka said, like, we all abandon church, <laughs> catch a flight to where Jesus is, this town, and go there, right? Because, like, look, when people, famous people come to preach or serve in a church, right, people flock. Okay, y'all remember when, God doesn't remember, but uh, when she was in Ethiopia, but when, yes, Pastor Mesfin and Aze were here, oh my imagine how, like, y'all remember how packed that church was? Grace was packed. Get this text to me, said, they said there's no parking lot. Come early so you can find a parking lot. And then Sunday we go to church. They said, youth are not allowed to park in this parking lot. Go park next door. You know what I mean? But look, a person who serves God came and the entire city said, ah, we got to see them. And they came. Uh, that was my question too. <laughs> I was like, there were people sitting on the floor. I was like, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and so, so later in the, actually in chapter 15, Jesus tells them, I'm leaving for your best. Yeah. And indeed, it is for our best. It's sad that Jesus, I mean, I would love to see Jesus in person. I mean, surely you will at some point. But 
I would love to see Jesus in person, you know, that would be amazing. But if he was a person and if he was still here, <laughs> that would be sad. But Holy Spirit is our advocate. 24-7 is your 24-7 hotline. But like, he's your... 1-800. But... Okay, guys. But he is your advocate 24-7, which means... It does not mean he supports your sin, right? He does, it does not mean that when you walk in the wrong, Jesus goes, whoa, go get him, buddy. No. But because you have an accuser, the Holy Spirit always defends you. Amen. Always defends you. Says this person, I'm pointing at Baba because he's here, but this person has the blood of Jesus Christ on him. This person is valued because Jesus Christ died for them. Yeah. Right? 24-7, this is what he does. While I'm in my midst saying, I'm horrible. I'm a sinner. No one wants me. (laughs) You know? We get to the bottom of our, what is it? Whatever. We get spiraled down to the bottom of our pit and go, you know what? Is this worth it? But, like, while we still do that, we're all spiral. Please don't tell me I'm the only one who does it. We all spiral at some point. Right? Yes. Please. There, there's been a point. <laughs> As human beings, I mean, you have to. You live in the world. If so, then tell me where you live, because I want to come right there, because you might, you must be in heaven. You know what I mean? Right? If you don't spiral, you, you probably made it somewhere. <laughs> Not here. Right? But your advocate, even when you're doing all that, even when you're doubting yourself, like there's, there's nobody else worse than you when you're like, nah, that's it. If you can find somebody worse than me, you can't find it. I'm the, I'm the one who's at the bottom. I suck. I'm the worst. Just like giving you all the labels. Holy Spirit standing there saying, no, this is my child. God paid a price for him. The Son of God died for him, wept for him. So he is valuable. That means he's not a nobody. He's a somebody, right? So even if you deny it, you have Holy Spirit proclaiming that over you day and night when you're sleeping, right? She said at some other point. Uh, But the Holy Spirit sings over you. And it's in Zephaniah. Sophonias. Uh, (laughs) But... The Holy Spirit, advocate, your advocate, who always, always, no matter what you're going through, preaches that you are valuable. You are the Son of God. You are, like, you know, you matter. Right? Again, not supporting your sin. But because Jesus went through everything, he understands what we go through. Um, bloop, bloop, bloop. I didn't write it down. But... My bad. But I can tell you from my heart. But um, it's, in, it's in Romans, actually, here. I found it. Uh, Romans 8, 16. We're not going to pull it up. But Jesus, uh, Paul, Paul, it's not Jesus. Paul tells us that he, he says, who but a person's spirit knows what the person's thinking. And the same way, the spirit of God knows what, you know, what's in the mind of God, what's in the heart of God. And going back to John, Jesus testifies that the Spirit will tell you what's in my heart, and I only speak what's from my Father's heart. Right? And 
So technically, what Jesus proclaimed, what, what the Spirit, I lost my train of thought. Whew. But what Holy Spirit advocates over us is what, what God says over us, right? He doesn't bring it up from his own going, I don't know what to say today, right? We do that. We could do that. We could just bring up things on our own. But what the Holy Spirit proclaims over you is what God says about you, right? You are holy, righteous, and redeemed. Why? Because of the blood of Christ. We did not do anything. Our righteousness is a rag of filth. Yeah, filthy rag. Yes. We did not do anything on our own. But Holy Spirit advocates for us day and night. And don't forget that. You have somebody rooting for you all the time. Right? I might be saying there, ah, nah. You know, Baba, I don't know about that boy. I mean, he was a good kid last year. But this year, mm, something happened. I could say that. But as long as you're connected with God, you have Holy Spirit rooting for you all the time, saying you are my child. Now, what is our duty? Listen to the Holy Spirit, right? I know we struggle. That's the hardest part, right? The hardest part is I'd rather. Sorry, I'm sorry. Lord Jesus. All right. So we'll just stop at Advocate. Maybe I'll, I'll just continue next week. No, I'll teach you the elementary next week. But anyway. <laughs> I do have time? You yeah, sure? Yeah, let me know. Yes. So, the advocate. I'll go back to the advocate. Okay, actually pause. What does the accuser do? <laughs> when? <laughs> when? You're at your lowest. Only? I don't have time, but mostly when you're <laughs> Yeah, he's louder then. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so the question, yeah. The accuser does? He accuses. When does he accuse? All the time. But he gets louder at your lowest. Yeah. Right? Yeah. At your lowest, it's like, that's the only thing you hear. Like, it's like a megaphone. Do you hear me? You suck! <laughs> like, no. Literally, that's what it feels like. When you're at your lowest, the only thing you hear is like, Everything that comes to your mind is that tells you that you suck, that you're the worst, that you could, anybody could do this better. What are you doing with your life, you know? All those things, etc. Right? And the Bible does say, the devil does rotate around you like, like a hungry lion, right? Finding for an, and looking for an entrance, just like waiting, when am I going to find my next, you know, yeah, whatever. Meal. Target, <laughs> meal. I was going to say meal, but I was like, never mind. But... He's, he's around us all the time, accusing, because, okay, one of the things we know about the devil is he, he is the fallen angel, right? Yeah. In, in uh, Revelation, it talks about it where, like, he, he was once an angel, right? Yeah. He was once God's angel, but because of the pride in his heart, because if he tried to be God, he was cast out like, like lightning strike down, out, right? And he took one-third of the angels. This was also one of the things that was on the sermon, but... <laughs> Yeah, when we're, y'all didn't listen to it. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's in the Bible. She didn't make it up, but it's in the Bible. But one-third of the angels were, were cast out with, with, with the devil. But we, we cannot deny that the devil is evil and does not desire or does not delight in the fact that, you know, there are people being saved, right? So main idea is, or main intention is, let me take everybody down with me. Like, he took one-third of the angels, and now it's the people. Let me take them down with me as well, right? I mean, good teamwork, I guess, whatever. That doesn't want to be alone. I get it. 
But you know what I mean? The dedication. <laughs> yes. Well, if I had half the dedication. <laughs> no man eats all. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> but like, his, his main role. Like, you know, he has no other job in this world. Nothing. His, his 24, 20, 24 hours full-time job is to pull people down to hell with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's his only job. That's why he's so good at it. You know what I mean? He doesn't have more time. <laughs> he has no other distractions. That's it. Right? And what does he do all the time is the best thing he could do. He can't touch you physically. Right? Because we were protected. Yeah. He can't come like, yank you. Sorry, we are not possessed. We are not getting yanked here and there by the devil. But what we can do is he will come yell at you until you finally say, I believe. Okay, yes. Uh, I think I suck. Yes, I'm coming. But I, I have no other option. I, I, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? That's, that's his role, is to, to come yell at you, be like, Rebka. And then just say, I see you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. You think it's your brain. You think it's your brain. But is it really your brain? I think I'm accusing myself. I'm always like, oh, girl. Yeah. But, but here, here's the thing. We are filled with the Holy Spirit, right? Amen. So if the Holy Spirit is in us, technically our soul listens to the Spirit. Yeah. Right? So what's coming from you is coming from whatever the Holy that your Spirit hears, right? Is that yeah, yeah, and then somebody's talking on the other side. But sometimes the accuser is so loud and it's so loud in your ear, and all you hear is, eh, I don't think you could do that, or I don't think Christianity is for you. Right? It's like, have you seen that girl? You know? All of y'all say I sing or like, you know, Yabby is whatever, right? But he'll be like, see, that, that, that's a Christian. You, you're not. And then for me, he comes to me and be like, you think you're doing something with your life. Oh, you know what I mean? But, but I tell that to my head, and I think it's my head telling me this. But no, it's not, right? Look, human beings love themselves. You, you cannot deny that. Even if you say, I don't have love for myself, you do. Okay? In the most minimum way possible, okay? Even, sorry, this, this is very, very, very drastic, but... Even when you're at the like your lowest of your low, and people pick suicide because it's so painful, you're still doing that for yourself, right? When you listen to their train thought, train of thought, it's like, I don't want to live in this world. I choose to do this because it's better for me and everybody else, but mostly me, right? So even if like the 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 way people people are thinking about it is not according, to, like you know, we're like, why? Okay. Ending your life is not the best way to do things, and it's not, you shouldn't do that. But you, you, I do this because I, I, I read people's charts when they come in for suicidal ideations. Most of the time, the reason why they do that is they go through a lot, and it's just better if it ends, right? It's better for me because I, I think I'll be at a better place if I die, right? So even at the bottom part, even when they say, I don't even love myself, you're still doing it for yourself, right? So people say they don't love themselves. They do. That's why Jesus says, love others like you love yourself. Amen. Because at the end of the day, you love yourself. Even if it's this much, you do. Yeah. Right? Please, yes, yes, it is. Yes. Okay? Yes. No confirmations, but it is. People yes. love themselves. Love me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Amen. So, 
your brain, even if it's negative, it doesn't want to, like self-destruction is, is, does sometimes happen, but it's, it's not a thing, right? Yeah. What, our, what, our, what our brain wants for ourselves, a healthy brain wants the body to function, yeah. right? A healthy brain, right, wants the body to grow, wants the body to thrive, right? But we have influences on the outside telling us that we're not enough, we're not better, we're not it, we're not there, right? And you try to do something, you try to serve, you try to be better, and then you're like, no, right? Because you have voices in your head telling you that, or, or you think for yourself and your, your brain tells you that you can't do this, or you're, you're doing a horrible job at this, right? And so you're like, actually, never mind, I'm not even gonna try. I'm just gonna wail in my, in my pity and just sit down here and maybe somebody will pick me up someday, right? Or then it gets to the worst, like I said. It starts off by the, by the like, normal things of school and life and the little things, and then you're like, you get defeated by those things. And then later on, it will come to your faith, yeah. Yeah. right? It'll come to your faith. It'll come to the point where it's, it's your faith being attacked. And then you're like, am I really a Christian? Am I doing this right? And then that voice comes and tells you, does he really love you? I mean, really, does he really love you? Right? If, if he's letting you go through all this pain, does he really love you? Meanwhile, you still have the advocate telling you, you are, you know, preaching over you day and night. But yeah, we choose to hear the, the accuser. I don't know why. My, my first go-to is, what does the accuser say today? <laughs> that's how, like, sometimes that's how we start today. Like, in a defeated mood saying, just hear the advocate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then you go to the accuser, you're like, Okay, you hear the accuser and you move on. But you have an advocate. God is not a promise breaker. God is faithful. Amen. You have an advocate. Amen. Right? So. No, it's still going. It's, it's over? It's okay. Okay. So, we will continue with helper, comforter, and counselor, and leader to truth another day. But today, like, the, the main thing, the reason why I skipped helper is the main thing that stood out to me. The main thing I want you to get when you walk out of this room, please don't forget it. You have an, an advocate, Amen. an advocate that is for you Amen. all the time. That is the Holy Spirit's main job, yeah. is to advocate for you, yeah. right? I don't care where you're at. I actually don't, because the Holy Spirit doesn't. Amen. He is advocating for you. If you're a baby Christian, if you're a big Christian, old, young, whatever you're at in your life, he is advocating for you. And it is your responsibility to listen. You might fail. I fail miserably. You can ask Shadi, right? All I did this week was complain. I was like, no, uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to tell you what I complained about. You can ask me later after class. But like, I've been complaining so much to Shadi. I was like, I can't. No. You know what I mean? And then I told her, I'll explain it to you Friday in person. By Friday, I've read so much about the Holy Spirit. I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Never mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there are times. I'm not going to tell you you're not going to fail. You are going to fail. You're a human being. You're going to fail. Right? Accept that. You are going to fail. You're going to sin. But the thing is, you're going to rise up. Right? Nobody is just going to stay in their like, fallen state forever. That's only the devil. Only the devil stays in his fallen state. You are not the devil, you are a human being, you will rise up, right? But again, it is your job, your duty to choose and say, today I'm going to listen to the Holy Spirit, right? Sometimes it's voices in your head, 
Mostly it's the word of God. Right? Listen to what the word of God says about you. Right? If the word of God says you are holy, you are holy. Amen. You don't have a choice. You're holy. Amen. Amen. Right? I, okay, look. If a, if a rich person, it's not part of my sense, but if a rich person, who their father is a billionaire, okay? And they come wailing, coming to you, I'm broke. What are you going to tell them? Everybody's going to laugh at them, right? We're all going to say, you are stupid. I tell Shadi she's stupid sometimes because she tells me she's broke. And I know her dad will provide for her. You know what I mean? Sorry. <laughs> no, I do say that, right, Shadi? I tell you, like, just go your dad. Your dad has money, right? But okay, Danny's not a billionaire, all right? But if you have a billionaire father and you're complaining about how broke you are, that's a you problem. Right? If your dad has money, okay, not just your dad has money, but he put money in your bank account, so you do have money, but you're complaining that you're broke. No, Shadi, I'm not calling you out. I'm just saying, if your dad, like, if your dad is a billionaire, Shadi, your dad's not a billionaire, so it's not about you. Like, if Mookie says he's broke. But he is. He's finessing people. I think he's a billionaire. Possibly. But if, if, okay, let's push Shadi, okay, if Shadi's dad is a billionaire, amen, hallelujah, let him be, but if, his da if her dad is a billionaire, right, and he, put, he puts money in her bank account consistently, right, and she comes to me, who was broke, for example, I am not broke, but if Jesus comes to me, if she comes to me and tells me that I'm broke, Yabby, I'll be like, ma'am. Yeah? So this is us going around saying, I'm not it. You know, the Holy Spirit saying, you are holy. And we're like, no, 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 no. And we tell, I'm not worth this, you know, I'm not worth the, the blood of Christ. I'm not, it's okay. You know, if, if, if I go around complaining, it's the same thing as Shadi complaining that she's broke. Because we all know that's not true. So uh, technically, she's just harming herself. So by not believing what the Holy Spirit says about you, I'm not losing anything, right? When, when Shadi complains that she's broke, nobody's losing anything, right? She's just not taking advantage of what she has, right? She can tell everybody she's broke, but that's not going to change the fact that her dad's a billionaire. Sorry. Right? That's not going to change the amount of money she has in the bank account. So me going around saying, saying, I am not holy. God doesn't love me. It's not going to change the fact that God doesn't love me. Right? I can believe it. I can believe that God doesn't love me. I can believe that I'm picking holy because I don't know why. It's just coming to me right now. So if, if I keep going around saying I'm not holy, I'm not redeemed, God did not pay a price for me, it's not going to change the truth. The truth is God did pay a price for you. The truth is he loves you to death, and that's not just the saying. He's died for you. Right? People say, I love you to death. No, nobody loves you to death. Only God. Only Jesus loves you to death. Right? So you claiming things about yourself doesn't change the truth. It just changed your mental state. It just changed where you're going. So today, tomorrow, this whole week, choose to listen to the Holy Spirit. Choose to listen to your advocate. Right? Even if it's the bleakest sound ever, even if it's so slight, and you're like, I don't think this is true, listen to that whisper. Listen to the verse that tells you who you really are. And even if the whole class in here, 
your whole classmates in school, your whole school, your whole family, your head, everything is against that, it doesn't matter. Shadi's dad is still a billionaire. Doesn't matter what you say, right? So, let's pray. <laughs>